The following program is brought to you by Doghouse Systems. Hey, this is the Relics of War. Yeah, are you still from Canada? Yeah, I'm still from Canada. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> That's where I got the most information with the questions that they asked. Holy crap! <laughs> Sorry. That? <laughs> but I love just being able to jump into a huge melee and go crazy. The people making Guild Wars 2 mentioned that they would uh, remedy this degenerative gameplay. I think it was Karate Jesus, the character, the guy named Karate Jesus. Everybody cries when it comes to PvP, so I think they got their lips shut because they don't want to deal with whiny little bastards. Yes. On average, women will never be as successful as men because, on average, women do not have a wife at their side telling them what to do. <laughs> this is Remedy, and you've been listening to Relics of War. Remedy Man, yes, I'm known as the shot now. Remedy Man, he's a muffled skin. The moment is my mature response, is my tame. Talon Silverwing for president. Holy crap. And welcome to Relics of War, episode number 17. My name is Ryan, some of you know me as Cole. Uh, this is the podcast about Guild Wars, Guild Wars 2, and the Guild Wars hold that's on a community. With me here today are three people from the venerable Guild Wars 2 guru, also people from Guild Wars guru. Uh, you all already know Tasha from Split Infinity Radio. Hello, folks. Yes, I'm back. They couldn't keep me away. Yeah, no, we've tried. <laughs> we've even tried the spray. It was that shark... Rep- Never mind. I was going to go into a <laughs> stupid Batman... Uh... Were you going to say shark repellent? Yes, I was. That's what it sounded like. <laughs> That's where I was at. Um, that voice you're hearing there is also the uh, one and only... Uh, uh, he wrote Angels and Demons, Dan Brown. Wait, is that the wrong color? <laughs> that, yeah, a little bit. You're close. You're close. <laughs> this is our good man, JR, the uh, one of the admins of Guild Wars 2 Guru. Hello, everybody. And also, we are joined by Qatar, or we might call him Cat, which might be a little confusing with Tiger not here, but anyway... We could also call him Matt today. All right, chaps. How's your mum? Oh, good. So we all gotta be we all gotta be British. I'm sorry. <clears throat> no, not at all. Oh, no. okay. you just you just saved everybody from me going back into the British thing again. <laughs> that wasn't hey, bad. Yeah, I was impressed. Well, thank you. Yeah, it was actually pretty good. Oh, see, so Tasha gives you a good. Mm. <laughs> I quit. Well, I, I was actually talking about Brian. I thought his British accent was pretty good. Oh yeah, you hear that, Tasha? Okay, okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, fine. You don't matter fine. as much as he does. Just saying. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> She's just a girl anyway. <laughs> yeah, if last I, I heard... don't get hold of you, Tiger will rip you to pieces. Well, yeah, I believe that. That's probably true. So, uh, okay, um, and the reason we got this, we've been we've been doing a little cross promotions with uh, Guild Wars Two Guru. Um, Jr. even posted a blog post earlier this week about the microtransactions, which we won't talk too much about. But it was it was a well written article. <laughs> I advise people to go read it. Thank you. And, um, yeah, I mean, anything you guys want to talk about before we head straight into these segments? If you're going to go read JR's blog post, go ahead and form your angry response to microtransactions right now and just go ahead yeah. and post it. You don't even have to read it. That's what it seems <laughs> like most people sure, did anyway. Make sure yeah. you call me unprofessional as well. That, that's that been a pretty common response. 
Yeah, there's that too. I, I had to delete the very first like angry comment off the blog this week, and it was in response <laughs> to JR's post. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. There were swear words in it and everything. You know who you are. Did, did you save it? Can you email it to me? I'd love to see it. Uh, it wasn't in response to you. It was in response to someone else who posted a comment, and ah, I didn't okay. didn't save it. No, it it was unsensical <laughs> and had a certain four letter word in it. Oh. We just attract those people. It seems like that's, that's fantastic. <laughs> well, yeah. the way I look at it, the only way you're actually successful is if you get as many haters as you do lovers. So. <laughs> well, since we're on the topic, let's just jump straight into SQL Scuttlebutt and talk about the uh, microtransactions. Captain, what be that over there? Or. Let be sequel scuttlebutt. Um, I know that that bad comment was probably sent by Smithy, but with, with <laughs> microtransactions, um, it seems like the biggest point of contention about it is okay. And since there's plenty of people, especially here right now, that are on the side of ArenaNet and pro microtransactions, I believe Indy is somebody who has a really intelligent uh, response to that. I, I don't know if I'd say intelligent, but Ow. she has a response. Oh. <laughs> oh, we just lost the she, list. She's going to kill me. She's going to kill me. <laughs> but wasn't what she said basically that um, this might cause uh, inflexibility in the development of armor and how people can, you know, use the transmutation stones? Yeah. Yeah, I, I know. She, she does have some good points. She definitely has some good points. So we definitely don't, like, completely discard every argument against them. It's just that most of them are... I, I don't know. I don't think we'll actually need the transmutation stones as much as people think. I mean... I did a, a very, very quick calculation. The Prophecy's character gets access to 35 different skins at the moment. And if you take into consideration either North had 20 dungeons, well, 18 dungeons, say roughly the same amount, plus endgame in Guild Wars 2, plus number of town clothes and other armor from other sources, I reckon you're probably looking at around 40 armors easy that any character can get hold of, which is more before you even have to go and look at the leveling armor. So I don't think there's actually that much need for them. So... That's yeah, just my personal viewpoint. Their importance uh, yeah. has definitely been overblown a bit. Yeah, I mean, all the armor looks really nice. So, I mean, there there had better be some really, really nice piece of armor out there for me to ever, like, bother to get this because I'm going to be happy with just about everything I've seen so far. And they might, like I said, come out with some pink sweatpants or whatever. I almost said, <laughs> I almost said stink sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I want a uh, smell to come into game just yet, thanks. Yeah. That's a whole new dimension of gaming. That's what like has, 40. They'll be like, what's that Char Hunter been rolling in? <laughs> but another thing about the microtransactions is there were some answers this week from... Um, who who gave the answers to questions about transmutation stones? Um, Eric and... I, I, have it up. I have no idea. Was it Stewie? No. <laughs> oh, yeah, it might be Stewie. Yeah, it, it was Stewie. John and Eric. Okay, so, and one of the big things was that they haven't actually ruled out the possibility of being able to earn transmutation stones in-game as well. Right. But I, I get the impression that that's going to be pretty difficult to do, which is why a lot of people will default to the in-game storm. Yeah, I mean, it has to be. It'd be silly if they made them easy to get and then, you know, still tried to make money off them. Yeah, I mean, I can see them going microtransactions on some stuff, but only as an answer to your own laziness. Like, yeah. Like, you know, I don't want to go do this again, so I'll just buy it in the store. Yeah. And I feel like that's a, the way that a lot of people viewed the microtransactions going. It was how they've worked in the past for like all the unlock packs and stuff like that. It was just a, if you can't be bothered to grind and get all the stuff, well, here you go, here's a shortcut. Pay us a few it. bucks and sort it out. And truthfully, you know, I'd be totally fine with that. Yeah, same. It seems yes. like a good way of 
getting money to ArenaNet for those kind of things. Either that or they're going to have to put a donate button on their front page. Yeah. <laughs> Keep track of how well that works. Or, uh, That'd be really interesting, actually. I, I think there is actually a lot of fans who would, would probably make use of something like that. Maybe I not enough so. to actually be a business model, but I don't know. There's a lot of hardcore fans out there. Yeah. 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 So um, there was there was more information about the transmutation stones. Like they mentioned that uh, they are single-use items and a few other things. Um, they weren't quite as pointed questions. I think they were trying to avoid sparking up more controversy, but still informative nonetheless. And we'll put that in the show notes. So there's that. Um, big news this week also was uh, the Hall of Monuments rewards calculator. So a long time ago they promised us that what we have in our Hall of Monuments will uh, earn us stuff in Guild Wars 2. And they finally come through with it to some degree. And I like it. It's pretty cool. I'm really impressed by it. The whole system, the the website, the calculator, the printable to-do sheets, everything is really, really slick. Yeah, it's... It wasn't just something that they threw together like, okay, everyone on the forum's pissed off, so let's give them some mm-hmm. information. Yeah. It yeah. was actually really well done and I like the rewards as well. I mean <clears throat> Now as with anything like this that's actually really good, you're gonna get those people that miss the point complain about it. You will see some <laughs> of that out there. I'm very yeah. sorry to say. Man, I remember when I remember when everybody was thinking that the Hollow Monuments were actually not gonna be like basically the whole promise was gonna fall through. Yeah. Yeah. Well it's the whole uh what do they call it? The the vaporware argument, like Guild Wars Two is the next uh, Duke Nukem Forever, and then <laughs> ever since it's kind of sh- shown that it it isn't. They take every other feature um, of the game that was promised and hasn't yet shown up, and now that is the next like aspect that we'll never see. Right. Yeah, it's like you said in your article. Uh, Arena Net's actually a business, not a rainbow factory. Exactly. <laughs> That's I, I've I am seeing that in signatures all over the place. Now. <laughs> And I'm really glad because I'm like, yep, that was first showed up on our website. (laughs) I actually uh, heard kind of a funny story about that from um, Izzy. He told me, I was talking to him the other day, and he said, this is before he'd read it, you know, someone linked it to him or something. But before that, someone walked past his office and shouted through the door, hey, you know, we're not a rainbow factory. (laughs) And he was like completely (laughs) stumped. (laughs) That's awesome. Don't you feel proud, JR? A little bit. You should. A little bit. <laughs> what was that noise just then? I heard something buzz. Sorry. Oh, it's my sorry. phone. Oh. My bad. Okay. That's all right. So as you, long as it wasn't saying. You oh. couldn't hear what I just did then, huh? <laughs> 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 but um, uh, another piece of news is crafting. Um, it has been confirmed there are crafting type. Now, in other games, it's called a profession. But since Guild Wars has professions already and it replaces classes, they're calling it disciplines. So you got your professions and your disciplines. And one of them will be tailoring. That was confirmed. And then some others will we can expect to have them also. I that think we help. can pretty much expect to see mining as well. Yeah, yeah. We've heard about mining. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Which will probably mean some sort of metalworking. I, yeah. I would like to be a smithy so I could walk through town and be like, have you guys seen No Brother Where Art Thou? Yeah. Uh, I think so. You could walk through town and be like, pardon me, would any of you boys happen to be smithies? <laughs> smithies per se, but well versed in the metallurgical arts. <laughs> I'm glad we're not the only ones, Jarrah, that are making plans for what to do in Guild Wars with our characters. <laughs> yeah, we have some pretty epic plans as well. I'm still going with the whole cliff jumper society. It has to be done. <laughs> I will be there with you. People, our, our group will, right before you jump, you have to say, hey guys, guess what? We can jump. And then you can jump off. <laughs> and you can die. But yeah. So, and then last for sequel scuttlebutt, um, Johnny Vincent, the guy from Guild Wars to forum.com uh, got a, an article a scoop and he also shared it with relics for 
which was about the Guild Wars 2 API access. So if you like to write applications so that you can integrate it into your website or whatever, he got the scoop from them. And for now, for the sake of security, they will not be releasing that API to people. They won't open it up. But it may open in the future. They just need to ease into it. Hmm. Yeah, I can see that. That makes sense. Which is yeah. frustrating, but understandable. Yeah. Which I'm glad you Sorry. were here. I'm glad you were here for this episode. Yeah, you... well, it kind of means that all the work I've done so far isn't totally worthless and pointless. <laughs> but it does mean that it's going to be harder to attract guildies onto your own forum. Yes. Um, and own website, because they're going to have to go to two sites now rather than the one. So, never mind. Things might change. We'll see. And the question is also, what all are they going to come up with? Because it sounds like they have a pretty big um, effort um, organized well, yeah, for that. So. But it doesn't matter whatever uh, any game company does. Uh, there will never be enough community <clears throat> tools created by a single company or a single game maker uh, to ever meet the needs of the community, regardless of what it is. Right. So um, I don't think they're going to put a full forum in there and build a build builder and all the rest of it. So... You know, the community's got to step in somewhere. When it finally does open up, I just thought of this. I would really like the ability to have the API work in reverse and tell Guild Wars 2 what to do and then make my own quips. So it would be like in-game and I'd be running around as this elementalist and suddenly make these gacky sounds. They'd be like, what the hell? <laughs> I think there should be a gacky boss in Guild Wars 2 called the Singleton. Instead of you being the troll on the bridge, they think you need to be a gacky boss. <laughs> oh my god, that would be so much better. <laughs> or maybe a gacky troll under the bridge in pink sweatpants. <laughs> it smells. Yes. <laughs> pink stink pants. And every time, every time you kill him, a, a char can go up and type slash roll and actually roll. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's get into the speculation because that's going to be the beef of this. Because um... yay. This guy will be blue. I heard it's going to be produced by ArenaNet. I heard you can use a keyboard with this game. I heard this game will work on Windows 7. I heard you'll need a monitor to play this I game. I heard that Norman are really tall. That's just speculation. Yeah, you guys invited questions from the Guild Wars 2 Guru forums. Yeah, I don't know why we did that. Yeah, they delivered. <laughs> <laughs> Double-edged sword. The biggest question I saw asked, though, was about was asking us to speculate on future professions. Yeah, of course. People love that, that profession reveals. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously we've answered the question, what's the next one going to be? Like, what do we think of it? Um, mm-hmm. It seems like the general trend is either toward Mesmer or Assassin. Yeah, I could see that. I, yeah, I'm I'm not sure they do a, a caster next, though. Maybe. I don't know. You're I'm right. I'm kind of expecting an adventurer or the, the second, like, soldier class. I should probably just point in here, um, something that's just come through on Twitter from uh, the New York Comic Con um, is something about the four remaining professions. At least one is a returning profession, at least one is similar with a different name, and at least one is new. So, I think... Similar with a different name, I guarantee it's the assassin. Yep. I bet it's coming back as a rogue or a thief or something yeah, like some that. Yeah, kind of, that's what we were talking about before the show. I, I'm, I'm yeah. going to have to agree with you there. Yeah. yeah. See, I think they stole a lot of the assassin's style and put it in the melee ranger. So I kind of, yeah. it'd be interesting to see that duplicated in an actual proper assassin style class. Um, I'm half expecting the ritualist to make a return because it seems to fit their support role really, really well, um, being both offensive and and supportive at the same time. Just me personally. Yeah, as long as they don't have spirits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my guess is that we're going to see the return of the Mesmer, a return of an assassin-like profession that is not really an assassin because people hear the word assassin and they're like, you suck. 
something different. And then two completely new things. We need fewer characters named Naruto. Yeah. Yes. Unlike us. Yes. Although I'm will- I'm expecting a lot of Sephiroths when it first starts. <laughs> and um, oh, another thing about the professions they were asking for us to speculate on is actual like mechanics. So, for example, you have the elementalist who has attunement mechanics, the things that make them who they are. Um, what do you guys think it'll be for mesmers and assassins, so to speak? Um, I think I think mesmers are going to be very similar, well, fairly similar at least to, to Guild Wars One because they were a, a highly praised class and like one of Arena Net's um, core like unique ideas in Guild Wars that like no other MMO had. The, the mesmers were you know all about uh, the the mes effects like the uh, interrupts the hexes whatever so i think we'll see something very similar to that yeah i, I really hope that they kind of go back to the original idea of the mesmer um because that's what drew me to it originally when i was playing was just the idea of the role was really cool but it seemed like sort of the execution once you got in game was a little bit different mm-hmm. um so if i mean if they can sort of go back to that i guess it would be mm. it would be a really cool class they kind of expanded on a little bit in different directions than just spellcasting or whatever. For a unique, uh, you know, mechanic, I think I, the mesmer. I think I'd like to see it duplicate itself into, say, three or five different versions yeah. of itself, just to kind of go, well, which one's the actual one that is the actual character? You know, try yeah. and confuse the enemies to provide extra targets. I think that might be quite interesting to see. Almost yeah. a minion mechanic, sort of. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, the Good. things that like mess with mess with the visuals, like what other people see on the screen. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, illusion magic actually makes illusions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Actual, yeah, actual pretty illusions. Much. Yeah. <laughs> and if the assassin makes a return, I think that we can see the stealth mechanic, which has already been confirmed for some pets to come into play. I really hope they don't emphasize that as much as teleportation, though. Teleportation yeah. is so much. I don't know. Stealth just seems to really. Well, for one thing, I mean, it's got to be a form of magic if you're stealthing. Because you're going completely invisible. It's not like you're camouflaging. You're completely going invisible, which never made sense to me in games. But teleportation, Mm. that's awesome, because then you can be kind of stealthy without being invisible, and boom, you're like on top of somebody. Unless maybe they could combine um, stealth with, like, if it could somehow recognize the environment you're in, the things around you, like, you can only stealth when you're, like, in a bush or something. Oh, that would be cool. Mm. Yeah, make it sort of like an active camouflage type thing. Yeah. yeah, I guess that would make sense. We haven't had a lot of information about what the uh, the pet stealth is actually like, what the mechanics of it actually do. I think there's just been like one line in one interview that says that such and such a pet has stealth. So I think we need some more information on that one, really. I bet it won't even be anything visual. It'll just be like, okay, you can you can sort of see him, but you can't really, and you can't target him. So yeah, there's yeah. your yeah. stealth. Yeah. A, a stealthy Moaba doesn't really sound very uh, realistic to me. I think it was a snow leopard. Oh, I'm not okay. sure on that one. I'm not sure. Okay, and another question asked by, uh, let's see, this one is Corsair. He says he feels basically like PvP is getting shoved un- under the rug too much. And he knows that there's not, of inform- not a lot of information anyway to feed the discussion, but maybe just a little speculation on how structured playing 5 versus 5 might work. Okay, well, I think 5 versus 5 is a... A pretty huge improvement over 8v8 because it's going to be so much easier to keep a guild together and keep a regular team. Um, so that's a big step forward. I mean, mo- most of the competitive games, which you know are team-based, have teams of four or five. So I think that was a really smart move. It's a logical move, yeah, in my eyes as well. Yeah. Um, as for game types, 
the well we know they're gonna have um like the the formats where you can drop in drop out um which is pretty cool makes pugging a lot easier makes finding other players a lot easier um uh game types though maybe we'll see more objective based stuff like capture the flag i'm really not sure that'd be cool yeah i think it'd be i think it's fair to say that guild versus guild will make a return though just from the nature of the name of the game to be honest yeah but Um, will it have npcs will it have guild lords will it even have guild halls I think guild halls were such a defining thing of the game that even okay maybe they won't be a PVP map but I think there'll be there will be guild halls just for a communal guild space if nothing else. True. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um I mean you guys are far more experienced in in PVP than I am so I'm I'm taking a back burner onto this discussion. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, I'm not even here for it. <laughs> I hardly ever PV- I did a lot more PvP in my early Guild Wars days, but it from the kind of experience I've had in PvP and other games, I'm most excited still about World versus World because I like the whole hectic bunch of craps going on instead of you know you need to counter this move with that move, and if you see the elementalist over there casting one spell, you better hope to God your warrior is gonna throw his axe or you know you know what I'm talking about where everything's so strategic <laughs> yeah. and so it's almost like it's a it's almost like a choreographed dance instead of an actual fight that's how most of those games turn out to be so i'm soaked about world versus world it's going to be either really good or it's just going to be terrible like (laughs) unplayably bad one of the two yeah but i think it'll you know if anything it'll be more towards the good side my my personal experience of PvP was that um, when I did get into it quite seriously, it got to a certain point, sort of around the sort of 500, 400 area, and then it got super serious, and then it just stopped being fun. And I was wondering why was I doing this because it's just not fun anymore. Um, so at that point, I think that having the smaller number, meaning that you can go back to those core group of people, you're not relying on on the super serious people to to pull you along, would actually help. Um, you know, take people forward a bit better. So who knows? Well, you never know. You might see me on the ladder again. Maybe it's. I think it's. It's going to be probably even more pressure on on individuals because, as obviously in, in a five five player team instead of an eight player team, an individual matters more. So I I'd see guilds possibly being even more choosy and even more um, elitist. The ones that choose to be that choose to take it super seriously. Oh yeah, no doubt. So I I don't know. I don't know how that's going to play out. But that, that, I mean, that, if anything, that'd be the super high end though. You know? Yeah. yeah. But it, it's always been the problem, or one of the bigger problems, is getting uh, low-end or mid-end people, um, giving them the incentive and the motivation and the ability to move up. And they made that, well, they, they made that, but it, it was pretty hard in Guild Wars for a new player to get started and get into a decent guild and do well on the ladder. Like You had to establish yourself first, and I, I really hope they find a way to make that easier in Guild Wars 2, because otherwise the whole competitive game and all the top guilds, they just stagnate, they trade players, and it just never really develops. You're not going to mm. draw in any new people, too. So eventually, you know, once those people quit, the game's going to die off from that aspect. Yeah, exactly. Which is basically what happened once uh, Rebel Rising got 13 gold capes. <laughs> yeah. And another side of that is I think that it'd be really important to have player-made tournaments possible, um, on on the the ladder itself, because I know when Guru did their own tournament, the amount of work that went in behind the scenes just to get that going, and even then there were serious flaws with it. It needs to be a better system, I think. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So Corsair also asked, as far as dungeons go, do you think there will be ranked dungeons, such as how fast you cleared it, or 
various challenges you could do, ways to be able to tell who's the badass of PvE, which might sound contradictory to some. <laughs> Not at all, to be honest. Oh, you go and try and get into any pug in PvE, they want to know what title you are and all the rest of it. Even if there isn't the uh, statistics there for everyone to see, someone will find some way of making an arbitrary judgment on how good someone is. Right. Do you think it would be a bad thing to have um, like a, a select few like challenge dungeons where you're you're timed or you have objectives to meet? Um, I don't necessarily think that's a bad idea. I mean, we have the the challenge missions now, and people do yeah. get into those in a serious way, and they seem to enjoy that format. So why not bring it back? It's not my cup of tea, but yeah, it'd definitely only... be nice if there were stronger rewards for that kind of play. And the only Definitely. the only downside I could see if it like became a ubiquitous thing is some of the dungeons people might just want to be able to just go do, and if you need to meet a certain prerequisite to get in to even start on a dungeon, a lot of people may never actually see the dungeon because they can't get people to come with them. Right. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, I like the idea of having some of them be in that way and then some of them not, so that you basically just got to know the people you go with, start making yeah. friends. Yeah. Or maybe you could even have like a <clears throat> a. Kind of like a hard mode for dungeons, but like a challenge mode. So you go there, and if you want to play the challenge way, you can switch that on. Um, or if you just want to play the normal way, you can just do that. And, you know, then you don't face, like, the crazy elitism. Yeah. Right. right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Darcy asked, how about discussing whether botting and gold farming will be more difficult with Guild Wars 2? <laughs> Considering how much investment um, ArenaNet made in trying to curb it in Guild Wars... I think that it's going to be a lot harder. I hope. Unless the nature of the game blew it wide open and they were just like, ugh, well, well, we'll get started on that once it's released. It depends on the popularity of the game for me. I mean, if something's popular enough and people can make money doing it, they're going to find a way, regardless of how hard it is. Yep. Yeah. Because um, there's always more nefarious people, you know, more farmers or botters out there than there are people at Anet working to combat those. Yeah. And however smart you're... Um... Your methods of detection are like, I mean, I remember the old days, um, not that I know this from first hand, of course, but you, if you bought gold, you could buy gold for the longest time with no repercussions. Then eventually um, they started banning people and the, the farmers learned that you have to do a trade. You have to actually get them to give you an item. And then it's like it doesn't register as like a suspicious trade. And then it moved on from there to seeing like any great disparity in the values and I don't know that they always work out the ways that it's being detected and find a way around it. Right. I think the one big difference between um, Guild Wars Classic and Guild Wars 2 is that there's a lot more currencies <coughs> that are not tradable. Like you have the karma, which will give you rewards and you can't trade that. Um, and various other bits and bobs like that. The more things they make untradeable, the more they rely on people actually doing the things, which instead of, Having gold farmers just means power levelers and people who will take you through the game. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. With with high end gear like the uh, well, the, the is it the, the dungeon gear that's karma based? But if that's the case, then yeah, you you can't buy gold to get it. So that is going to be a big hit to uh, to gold farmers. Yeah, it was something. The I was... botting I think will always exist. It always will do because people will go, oh look, there's these macro keys on my keyboard. What do they do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I guess the only concern we really have. I, I get a little concerned about this just because NCSoft doesn't have the best history about keeping their heads cool about how to deal with stuff like this. ArenaNet's fine. If you have bad history with Guild Wars as far as stuff like this goes or Ion, it was not ArenaNet. So 
Enthusiast's <coughs> status on the whole bot thing was pretty much that um, they turn a blind eye until it started affecting the sales of the game and the subscription, and then they do something about it. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's hope for self-published someday. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> obviously, I just surrendered a lot of potential endorsements there, but I give a shit. <laughs> um, with the new die system in place, this is from Sladina. Um, she says, I think that's a she. It sounds like a she. Totally sorry. It's a, it's a she. Sladina, yeah. Okay. Oh, Sayadina. Yeah, you can tell I'm sitting very far away from my laptop, trying to avoid. But you're just blind because you're old. It's possible too. Huh? What? It's a it's a Dune <laughs> reference. Yay, Dune. Really? There was someone named Sayadina in Dune. Uh, it's spelled different. Yeah, but it's part of the okay nerd cred. Um, it's part of the Bene Gesserit. Uh, Ooh, how they're organized. I can't believe I wow. didn't remember that. Yeah, I said nerd cred. So yeah. Anyway, <laughs> well, I lost. It. Um, with the new die system in place. How is cost handled? Materials, drops, or platinum? Which would be the best solution for players? Well, I think there was a slight misconception about this question. <clears throat> Someone uh, later on in the thread where that was posted corrected her. And I, I'm not entirely sure of the details myself, but um, I'm not sure you can actually run out of die. So That was my I, understanding I, as well. Yeah, yeah I, exactly. think it's, I think you have an infinite amount of what you unlock. Because they yeah they that. mentioned the the unlock system and once you have it unlocked it's unlocked and that's right. like where they ended it that was the end of the conversation so that I was gonna say that was the very last line was pretty much you can't <laughs> run out you can't run around looking like an idiot because you ran out of turquoise dye thank you <laughs> yes you're welcome I think it was in fact but uh, yeah I I didn't think that you could run out of dye I could see like an initial charge to buy like a universal dye and then you could just pick whatever color you wanted after that. Um, yeah, I mean that I could see them doing something sort of like that, but yeah, I don't think there'll be any other costs to specific colors or anything. How much of it will be in the in-game store? I wonder. Yeah, uh, probably hot pink. Mm. That one will be very. Oh pretty, no, you can't do that. Box. You can't put <laughs> hot pink in the store. No. Neon rainbow. My point exactly, right there. <laughs> so uh, another question. Oh, come on, did you did you see the amount of hot pink was on that screenshot from the end of Gamescom with all the people? Yeah. <laughs> Yep. There's so much hot pink in there. Man, talk about some QQ. They'd really get it then. You can have your T-stones, but don't make us pay for hot pink. Hey, even I'd get my pitchfork out at that point. Well, yeah, my NPC relies on it. <laughs> and it would really screw over Pink Day in LA if they do that again for Guild Wars 2. You'd hear yeah. all kinds of crying. Yes, that's true. Crying Super from the masses, pissed. and one guy in the background going, <laughs> <laughs> Adam AI asked on Facebook, Hmm, would love your thoughts on the armor designs we've seen so far. Maybe you have a few favorites? The Norn armor? The, well, okay, I don't know it's Norn armor. The, the big black spiky armor that they had in the, the last blog post is pretty oh, yeah. amazing. Mm -hmm. Although, I will agree with what Indy said about that, which is I don't get why for the female version they had to put loads of holes in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the amount of protection women get in MMOs is inversely proportional to <laughs> how much they're actually wearing. Let's completely negate the effect of the armor. It's because we're not it, stupid better. enough to get hit. No, you're distracting your enemy with boobies. That's what's <laughs> up. That would totally work. Probably. I have to say, I'm in love with that, um, the first armor on the uh, the question and answer blog, but I think I want that for myself rather than my character. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm, uh, I'm pretty happy with all of it so far. I just, yeah. I would like to see the difference between the concept art and the actual armor in-game. Yeah, that's the thing is I'm not gonna have a favorite till I see it in game. Yeah, exactly. yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, some of the renders we've seen so far have been pretty good, so I, I wouldn't say they're gonna deviate so much. 
That's from true. the concept art. No, it's actually a matter of my imagination. Imagining it in 3D on the characters. Plus, I don't even know what race I'll be, so... There was someone on Guru as well who was um, colouring in the various different armours with different dye colours just to show how they would turn out. So where they'd had the little, you know, swatches of this one dye channel, another dye channel, dye channel, they were actually overlaying it in Photoshop with different combinations. That work was really, really well done. Um, I might start try and dig out a few links for the um, show notes. So, yeah. Yeah, I missed that. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I actually saw that. It was nice. I just noticed um, Guild Wars 2 on Twitter is doing like a live feed of an interview with Eric and Colin, um, or yeah. they were an, an hour ago. I, I didn't know about that. Wow, nice. Well, yeah. We scheduled this at a good time, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. After this episode, Sean at Guildcast is going to be going, ha ha, you bastards. <laughs> I got the scoop, you didn't. So, uh, okay, and Nightingale asked something we kind of already talked about, but would be nice to hear your thoughts on the upcoming crafting systems. Like, what do you want to see? So what disciplines are you guys interested in? I, uh, I've i never played an MMO that had a crafting system in it. So, I mean, I'm familiar with a lot of different ones in uh, some other games that, you know, Blizzard has released that we won't talk about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, I don't know. It, it could be interesting for the economy at the very least. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. The only game that I've played that had a crafting system in it was Ion. And... Um, for me personally, I'd like to see something that was quite similar to that because it was quite, it was decent. Um, I got quite hooked on it, but I'd like good options for just doing batch crafting, like setting up a queue of I want to craft so many of this, so many of this, and so many of this. So you don't have to sit there all the time and just press the same buttons over and over and over again because yeah, that's yeah. yeah, that's not a game. There's anymore. a drunkard title for that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind to of me. A... I don't know. Crafting feels a bit like work to me and. Maybe I'll enjoy it, but I'm not sure. I'm a little bit skeptical right now. I'm I'm not a big fan of things that take you out of the action, so I don't know. We'll see how that plays out. Yeah, that's the big thing is in WoW they had crafting, and I did them, and my wife was nuts about them. The moment she made a character, she started leveling its profession, and it was like, man, why don't you just level the character and then level the profession? I think some people actually enjoy it, which is beyond me. It To <laughs> me, it was just it was a total draw out of the game, so I hope it's not a real big... I want them to be there because they're, they're a boon to the economy, especially the auction house and stuff. People get so into that stuff. I remember hearing a podcast specifically about WoW economics and how to run the auction house, and it was well produced. So I thought, geez, this is a big deal. And these guys <laughs> were like guys that actually knew how to work the stock market and all that too in real life. So yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I could imagine people like that really having fun with this game. It needs to be there, but in order to get there, like leveling a profession, ugh. Yeah. Please make it quick. Yeah. So, okay, um, was one more question? Yeah. There's a lot of misinformation circulating about the Dungeons article in PC Gamer from the UK, and it would be good to hear it, <coughs> hear, what? Good to hear it right consolidated in one area. We need some truthiness on this matter. Ha! Nation! Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Kudos on the Colbert reference. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's he's doing the, uh, Keep Fair Alive rally, remember? And oh, yeah. We're doing the, uh, rally to restore sanity. Yeah, rally to restore yeah. sanity and T-Stones. crazy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but um, um, I I haven't actually got hold of the uh, the magazine yet myself. I've been meaning to, but hadn't quite had the chance. But uh, Lissa did a uh, from Guild Wars Two Guru did a a pretty good write up of the main points and the new information. Um, and I mean you can you can find that on the on the front page. Yeah, I'm not sure what misinformation is being spread about it. I would love to be more targeted, but yeah, neither am I. Yeah, with the article not out yet. Oh, great. Oh, the, the article's out. 
What's I that? think is is it only available for subscribers at the moment? Is that what's no? The, going on? the article in the the US PC Gamer is exactly the same as the one that was in the UK PC Gamer. Oh damn! Oh okay, okay, all right. I have to admit, it's been Except a while since I bought a PC game. I, I only tend to buy it when it's got like good offers in it. Well, my lack of helpfulness <laughs> is then can be attributed to my laziness <laughs> and nothing else. I can't even read. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you tolerate working on Guru. That's right. <laughs> I just find word shapes that look offensive and I delete posts. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. I'm told my favorite phrase is LOL what? <laughs> what? So before we get talking about Guild Wars, um, Guild Wars or Guild Wars, awesome, whatever. Anyway, I just want to make a, a quick notice to people that our show is sponsored by Doghouse Systems. They have some of the best rigs on the planet. Um, and if you go there and you buy a rig and you enter the coupon code Relics, you will then get a twenty-five dollar coupon to uh, Jinx, which is spelled J uh, exclamation point NX. You can go to Jinx.com. With the apost, or I'm sorry, the exclamation point. Wow, they you gotta love that leet speak crap. Anyway, um, you can get you can get all kinds of geek merchandise there. So even go there and just check it out, or hell, just buy something from Jinx. Doesn't matter. But also, uh, that leads me to another point that Relics of Ore has a merchandise line on Cafe Press. That's C A F E Press dot com slash Relics of Ore. We also have a link to that on the front page of our website. It's on the upper left hand side, and you can browse T-shirts, hoodies, uh, dog shirts, I guess. Um, the hats, the hats didn't turn out as I wanted them to, but the doggy shirts are great, and the the baggies, the yellow baggies. I will be buying a long sleeve shirt or a hoodie, and my wife wants one too, so we're gonna be sporting. That's pretty nice. Yeah, it's yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it too. It look, looks good. And we might someday migrate on over. Like eventually, what I want to have is a shirt with like the relics logo that kind of goes up and down the arm, like the Guild Wars Two shirts did at Gamescom. Yeah, yeah. But that's Cafe Press isn't that versatile. But someday I'm going to find someone who's capable of that. If anyone out there knows somebody that's looking for a business, um, what's, what's the word? Business? Looking for some business? Yeah, looking for some business. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> if you know anybody out there that wants to get in on this venture, then uh, let me know. Could work out good for all of us. They have good shirts. So, okay, Guild Wars. As a new player to Guild Wars. Ah, oh, Togo, I just want to get through this already. Shut up! Togo Soapbox, the question is, what is this Hall of Monuments? Well, it's a hall, and there's some uh, monuments in it. Of monumental statues. So, that's why they call it the <laughs> Hall of Monuments. Okay. Sounds about right to me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. The Hall of Monuments is kind of a place that holds your titles kind of as, um, well, monuments. So you walk in there, and there's like statues that show what you've done and all that. You can bring people in, kind of an instanced area. Um, and Titles, armors, mini pets, weapons. Yeah, which I have, I have none of the weapons I'm, or mini pets. Yeah, me either. <laughs> so I'm still at 22 out of what is it, the 30 that you need for the highest reward? Uh, yeah, that's I'm right. A, I'm like 18. I need uh, one more armor to get to 20. So if anybody wants to, I'm, I'm not even going to say what I am. <laughs> There's like three. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm okay. I'm 10. All right. It's not very good. I realize that. Wow. I mean, I'm I'm top. I'm 32 at the moment. Jeez, yeah. you taught my surprise, wife. Surprise, surprise. Well, I've maxed out all my titles, so yeah. <laughs> I am a title whore. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, out of all the uh, max titles and stuff that you get, you eventually get to... There's 50 to have, as far as the Hall of Monument calculator goes. And if you get 30, then that's pretty much the maximum as far as receiving rewards. So that's all you really need to get to. Um, and a lot of people are saying it's really easy to do. I would argue that, but I have a very busy lifestyle. Um, 
and uh yeah what the hell else was i gonna say i think my mouth was going <laughs> and my brain just kind of went <laughs> if you're looking for easy titles to get go do the uh, guardian and protector ones that's each of the um missions in hard mode and normal mode and all the campaigns because that's a really quite an easy one to do or uh, um, reaching level 20 bothered yeah reaching 20 in uh pre-ascalon that's easy as hell it's yeah boring. right it's boring <laughs> Um, you can even get someone to run the missions for you if you're yeah. just really that bored yeah. or that yeah. lazy. Yeah. If you're, if you're looking to get the full set, go start doing the vanquishing title because that way you can scrape all the areas and do your cartographer at the same time. Yeah. That is my pro tip. That's something I need to get doing too. Can't vanquishing. The smallest. Yeah. Yeah. Vanquishing can be quite fun. It also can be the most infuriating thing in the world when you can't find that one, one creature that you haven't found. So, yes. Yeah, well, at least they're not going to have Vanquishing in Guild Wars 2. It keeps respawning! <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I hope they don't have it. Boy, that would be a mind job. They'd be like, let's see how many people actually try. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a fun guild at night. Yeah, everybody's saying... Around and, go around and run around the map and clear it all out. That'd be fun. 85 people in a zone. Try and clear it before anything respawns. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There would be that one rat that respawned. You're kidding me. Fuck! <laughs> Um, can you repeat the part of the stuff where you said all about the things? Excellent. Let the people have their pro tip sauce. Uh, pro tips relates to Togo Soapbox. The question is, how do I boost my hollow... Oh, wait, we've already done this. Crap. We did that. How do I boost my hollow monuments? Is there a guide that I can follow? Which titles should I aim for first? Well, uh, hit rewind. <laughs> <laughs> Another one that's actually really good, uh, Aron from, uh, used to be on the wiki, tip me off for this one is uh hero armors those are obscenely cheap now really like, they I picked, might not be now yeah well since i just said that of course they're not gonna be um so buy, <laughs> buy them between the time i've said this and the time the podcast goes live since none of you know um <laughs> yeah i picked up like i picked up like six primeval armors which affect any heroes for uh like 18k well good job you just single-handedly destroyed the economy jump change <laughs> Oh, wait, can I call you Nancy Pelosi now? Would that, no, that would be awesome. <laughs> be awesome. Yeah, we need oh, yeah. we need some sort of like undead race in Guild Wars 2 eventually also so I can make someone named Nancy Pelosi. And I'll yeah, make her yeah. clap all the time. <laughs> after everything anybody says. She's an idiot. Um, we got a call. Oh, Ryan, can we, did you see then the rewards for the Hall of Monuments? You can get an undead chicken of all. Are you serious? Yeah. Undead yeah. orient chicken, yeah. How, yeah. Oh my god, how much is that? It's like 16. Yes, I can get it. Something like that. <laughs> I'm getting the Orion chicken. It doesn't beat the uh, the orange tabby cat, though. That's got to be the no. best. Yeah, it's pretty That sweet. is so cute. I've wanted to play like that for ages. Anyway, I'll stop being girly now. <laughs> so we got a call from Tegan, the guy, the disturbed guy, which after the intro, everybody just heard. They're probably thinking that I'm the disturbed. Really, we don't know who is. But Tegan, who went, oh, shit, said. Hello, it's Tegan again. Uh was wanted to ask you guys if you could ask the arena that one question that they had to give you a straight answer for, and that question was not when is release date or when is beta, what question would you ask them? Thank you. Okay. I have a serious question and a not-so-serious question. My not-so-serious question would be, do you ever regret getting into bed with NCSoft? Um, <laughs> wow. um, if we get an answer I... about that, I will, I'll pay you money. <laughs> My more serious question would be, what's the hardest design decision you've ever had to make, either because it felt against your ethos 
or because you knew it would um, piss off the fans. I like how you went from Latin to pissing off the fans. That's good. Well. <laughs> I don't know. My question would probably be, um, do you regret announcing Guild Wars 2 as early as you did? Because, or are you fine with your CMs taking all the crap that they currently deal with right now about release dates and, you know, streams of information, stuff like that? Is it my turn? Like, yeah, yes. sure. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, I would ask, how intimidated are they by this massive, massive hype bubble that's building up and the fear that it might just like pop on release and it won't be anything like the expectation? I hate it when that happens. Okay, um, my funny question would be, are you calling him Stewie yet? <laughs> and, man, I, it's hard for me to... I don't have a serious question for these guys. You guys, you got it. <laughs> so my question is, are you calling him Stewie yet? If calling him well, Stewie. you know Brian. <laughs> uh, emails. So, we didn't, actually didn't get that many this week. We got one from Ben, who runs our event server. His last name is Furderer, which I have never tried to pronounce till just now. I feel like I'm impersonating the guy from what's uh, Leonardo DiCaprio from What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Furderer, I like hot dogs. <laughs> I'm making fun of you, Ben. Ooh. Okay. And he says, please have my babies. Just as your show does, it would be... Wait, someone else read this. I'm too far away. Just as your show does, it would birth nothing short of epic pro elite double rainbow OMG BBQ your base are belong to us over 9,000. Thank you, Ben. P.S. Still waiting for two shows a week. P.S.S. It's actually P.P.S. Isn't it? It's two for one T-night. I'm not, sure what, I'm not sure what that second one is. I have no idea. I just thought of a serious question for ArenaNet, though. Finally. It is, do you need a podcast? Okay. <laughs> Helen Esther says... <laughs> well done. <laughs> <laughs> Helen Esther says, hello, I am Mrs. Helen Esther, secretary to Mr. Liu Tiling. He has a business bequest for you to handle with him. Respond for further details. Email, and I'm not going to read that out loud, even though I botched it anyway. Sincerely, <laughs> Helen. I, uh, no. Have, I just, you, have you emailed her back? Uh, no. I was issued a warning about her from Captain Martin Long. Really? Yeah. That's a shame. Because, you know, the the email address of at manguy.com. I made that <laughs> up. I was about to say the domain is pretty amazing. <laughs> I was just about to check it as well. What I what I typically do is uh, if I have to sign up for a website or something where they need an email address, I give them man at manguy.com. Nice. <laughs> I usually go with support at hotmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Next time I get spammed by somebody for like Cialis or something, I'll take note of what the email address is and counter spam. <laughs> There you go. Uh, iTunes comments. We actually got three of them. I'll read the first one, which is from Austin Anderson. Mr. Anderson, I've been searching for a Guild Wars podcast such as this for years. This is a great way to keep up to date on the latest Guild Wars information. It's also a good laugh. The hosts are hilarious. But the guests suck. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> I was referring to it to us then, not previous guests, by the way. Inevitability. <laughs> I think you're going to end up on the show more often and we're going to be completely sidelining it with impersonations. Can you do a Christopher Walken? Uh, no. Oh. I'm not, not actually well. going to, I'm not going to ask you to do it now because that didn't bode so well for me last time. <laughs> Who wants to read this next one? It's a long one. Man, that's pretty it. intimidating. I'll go. This is a great comprehensive podcast about Guild Wars, both new and original. I tried out Guild Wars. Oh God, he called it Guild Wars Raider. Oh God, years ago, right after, <laughs> right after getting into WoW, couldn't believe that the game wouldn't allow me to jump or swim. That and the limitation of how many skills 
could be available to use at any given time turned me off to a game so much that I put it away. After listening to Relics of War to get info on Guild Wars 2, I actually got excited about Guild Wars again. The Relics of War staff gives info about both games, and even after all the time that Guild Wars has been out, they still seem genuinely excited about playing. The infectious personalities of the host and guests of this podcast will get you excited not only about the upcoming Guild Wars 2, but the original as well. It's a great source of information for noobs and veterans alike. Do yourself a favor and give this podcast a listen. I don't think you'll regret it. And if you do, just send them a bill for your time. I'm sure they're good for it. Thanks, yeah. Relics of War. Yeah, about that. So yeah, you're picking up the tab, eh, Ryan? Um, what? <laughs> There's a tab. I'll file bankruptcy. <laughs> Uh, this question's from Faller123. He says, love the show. Hey guys, I have a question involving the level scaling. Um, asking questions in an iTunes comment, for, it, I don't know, doesn't seem about... I noticed this with Guildmag. Their first comment was a question. And it's kind of like, do you, I hope you... These people are lucky that we actually read our iTunes comments because um, we'll actually answer his question. But um, Hey guys, I have a question about the level scaling. So, when say you're level 80 and help out say a level 10... When you scale down, will you be left with an advantage, or will you be dropped at the will you be dropped at the way of level ten? I hope they give you a slight advantage because I love the feeling of worth when helping somebody. When helping somebody, nice podcast. I love tuning in every week. So, uh, I believe it scales you down, but not completely down to like level ten. Yeah, you always have a slight uh, margin on top. So, yeah, you'll say you're level eighteen, you go down to level ten, you'll probably end up being like level uh, twelve, oh, maybe. Like yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're going, it was in a blog entry, but I, I can't remember where I read it now. I think it's been said so many places now. You kind of end up being like three levels higher, I think, yeah. than the average for that area. Yeah, you're just sounds right. Yeah. So okay, um, if you're gonna leave us iTunes comments, um, if you're gonna ask a question and leave a five star review, that's better than saying something pertinent and giving us less. So. <laughs> that being said, um, if you want to get in touch with us here at Relics of Or, you can email us at relicsofor, relicsofor at gmail.com. Send us your MP3s. Yes, JR. That's how yeah, you spell okay. it. I was, I was <laughs> waiting for someone to comment on that. Oh, right. And you know what? It, it's the whole, the, uh, the initialism, the R-O-O. So when you say Relics of Or, it's like sticks in your mind, so it's O-O-R. <laughs> you know... And, it confused me, right? It confused me. That's actually why I've I've gone about calling our initials just R-O, because I knew that would do that to people. With or and Rue, it's kind of just a... The yeah, thing that yeah. got me is you didn't just do it once, you did it twice. <laughs> yeah, because it wasn't just a typo. I actually thought it was um, <laughs> O-O-R, like subconsciously. If I'd actually thought about it, then yeah, I would have yeah, realized. That's fine. It's so, yeah. a hassle. Yeah, so if you know us, it's relics of... O-R-R at gmail.com <laughs> You can visit our website at relicsofor.com where we have a bunch of links up in the top to our Facebook, our Twitter. Uh, we have a survey for the podcast, merchandise line up there. Uh, yeah, and you can also call us at 708-202-9262. Please use that line, guys. I mean, why not? You can be heard on the show. And so far, we've played every call we got, even when they were screw-ups and guys were impersonating rock bands. <laughs> and uh yeah a- after the end of this show i would like you guys to stay tuned to hear another sea squirrel run mashup from previous episodes um in this one he does a good job channeling his heritage which uh he may be from new zealand but he will not be channeling an aboriginal um and relics wants to give a big thanks to these guys here from guild wars 2 guru happy to help guys yeah thank you for thank, having us on thank you for having us on yeah definitely it's a lot of fun we also owe a thanks to ArenaNet, i guess but we definitely do. Do we? Do we? Do we really? Well, I mean, I'll thank them, but I won't thank NCSoft one bit. Thanks for the game. 
I haven't had my rainbow yet, so I'm not thanking them. <laughs> <laughs> they got your lucky charms. It's coming, but they they have to deliver them with a unicorn, so it takes some time. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, if it does come with a unicorn, that would be epic, and I would be well worth the wait. <laughs> a big thanks to Doghouse Systems for sponsoring us, as well as Jinx for helping them to sponsor us, but not sponsor us also. That kind of sucks. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot, James. Thanks to Cafe Press for making great clothes, except for the hats that suck. And most of all, thanks to. Oh wait, I gotta thank Tasha, huh? Why? Thanks, anyway, Tasha. Uh, thank you to the listeners also. Thanks, Tasha. <laughs> thank you. So, uh, wheel of morality, turn, turn, turn. Tell us the lesson that we should learn, Qatar. Uh, early to bed, early to rise makes a man healthy, but socially dead. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Thank you. I'm Ryan. I'm Tasha. I'm Kat. I'm JR. There you Damn go. Damn it. <laughs> you know I go first on these things. Come on. That's why I slid it in there real fast. What she said. <laughs> Hello again. It's Sea Squirrel Run. Are you sure I can't offer you some bangers with your mash? Today's special is omelette and fried brains. Yeah, this is all that stuff we came up with on the fly. Five, four, three, two, one. <clears throat> <laughs> Ninjed. This episode of the Rolex War Podcast brought to you by Alienware. Not. But <laughs> <laughs> say uh, anything happened for you guys this week? Um, uh, I... I'll take that as a yes. Hi, how you doing, Chad? Screw you. Shut your bloody gob, you stit. I was just about so to say that, and then I was like, that's a dumb thing to say. So Tasha, you just said a dumb thing. <laughs> I can tell Absolutely. you, Zed, Zed is not overpowered. He kind of sucks. I never had him. <laughs> <laughs> that was a powerful joke. Pissing in your pants is something you do on your own. You can bring people in with you, but it's kind of an instant thing of your own that develops your character's, I don't know, RP side of things. Bouncing is fun. Speculatory, uh, speculatory, whatever. Speculating. Speculatory. I don't know what. <laughs> speculatory. They're like the bankers of health. I've got a tracking program, and I know that there's a thousand of you sucker fishes. So give us your comments. Wait, wait, wait. People paying attention? <laughs> well, here's my recommendation. is Imagine that all these people are listening to our show in their underwear. Wait, <laughs> they probably are. Never mind. <laughs> Pie is better because the cake is a lie. It's actually Ubi as in Ubisoft. Uh, Ubisoft. <laughs> oh, God. That was just a Freudian murder right there. I hope Scott Johnson listens to this because he's the reason I just did that. I'm as bad as Google Voice transcription. Crack at the work. Crack at the court. Lunch bags were crystal. I mean, if I was if I was Google Voice, I would have said like crack a lacking. More interested in making omelets out of her eggs. What do you Small. little bastards eat that requires such sharp teeth? <laughs> Master choice of us. Minion migraine. That's my way of saying my brain is fried. Enough talking about being sick and crap. Someone else take this away. I'm being an idiot. Eh, I like being the know-it-all. Everyone will show up. They'll be like, wow, this game's awesome. Yeah, but you need to go do this. You're failing already. First thing I'm going to do, just because you said that, when I get Guild Wars 2, is jump. If I find you in-game, I'm going to jump around you. And I also want to be part of, you know, World of Warcraft. Sucking! And dying. <laughs> It's like having a Starbucks in the bathroom at a Starbucks. Which was kind of cute in a sadistic way. We can blame this on the ranger again. Yes, you can. <laughs> you can. 
If I say really stupid things like booby soft, blame it on that. Take your, to to be